It has been almost two weeks since Russia began its assault on Ukraine, killing hundreds of people and displacing more than two million. Besides generating a humanitarian crisis and sending shockwaves around the world, Russian President Vladimir Putin's actions in Ukraine have also put the foreign policies of the countries in the spotlight. While some countries have completely shifted their defense and energy policies to reprimand Russia and secure the European borders, Others like India continue to maintain a relatively restrictive stance towards old friend Russia. After Russian President Vladimir Putin visit to India in deck last year a lot of water has flown through the Volta and Ganges. The meeting between Putin and Narendra Modi I am sure was more than mere symbolism in the traditionally warm Russo-Indian relations and not simply a signal that at a time of increasingly tense relations with the West, Russia has important friends elsewhere in the world. Still, even if Russia's relations with India are good, in order for them to become great, a major effort was needed from both sides. The Ukraine war has provided just that. Russia's national security strategy describes relations with New Delhi as a special privileged strategic partnership. The personal chemistry between Putin and Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi is excellent. Modi has demonstrated India's interest in economic projects in Russia's Far East, thus extending New Delhi's Look East policy all the way to Vladivostok. Over Washington's objections, India has gone ahead with the purchase of Russian-made S-400 air defense systems. Modi is also one of only four foreign leaders to have been awarded Russia's top decoration, the Order of St. Andrew. Ordinary Russians see India as a reliably friendly country with which their own nation has a virtually problem-free relationship. For their part, most Indians regard Russia as a proven friend that in the course of India's 75 years of independence has never caused their country strategic harm. Given India long-standing strategic friendship, India has abstained from voting against Russia and calling the attack as an invasion in Ukraine. Yet issues between both the countries are piling up on many fronts, requiring both the Indian and Russian leaderships to rethink, adjust, and upgrade the relationship to make it fit for the 21st century environment. In global geopolitical terms, the main issue is that Moscow and New Delhi, traditional friends and longtime allies, now find themselves ever more closely linked to two rival superpowers, China and the United States. Moreover, India's relations with China following the 2020 border clashes in the Himalayas, and Russia's with the United States since the 2014 Ukraine crisis and now after the attack on Ukraine which began on February 24, 2022, can be described as confrontation. Thus, in a situation when their best friends are bonding with their worst enemies, the main task for both New Delhi and Moscow is to shield the Indo-Russian strategic partnership from the wider and increasingly adverse global context, and uphold mutual trust. In geoeconomic terms, despite ongoing cooperation in areas ranging from nuclear energy to outer space to the Arctic, not to mention armaments development and production, the obvious weakness of the Indo-Russian relationship is its small and stagnant trade volumes. With America and China despite the bad political relationship with the latter India, a fast-rising economy, trades to the tune of $100 billion each, while commerce with Russia still languishes around a mere $10 billion. The reason is again plain to see, while 85% of India's economy is now in private hands, Indo-Russian economic ties still rest on government-to-government agreements. After the old model of Soviet-Indian economic relations collapsed in 1991, trade volumes plummeted. The USSR used to be among India's top three economic partners, the Russian Federation's current rank is in the 20th to 25th range. Still, Russia remains strong in some important niches, above all military technical cooperation. 
Since India's first purchase of MiG-21 fighters back in 1962, arms trade has been the cornerstone of bilateral relations. Yet India's growing desire to diversify its arms imports and, recently, its clear intention to develop and produce weapons systems itself, have led to a slump in Russia's share of the Indian arms market. As a result, Russia's share of that market has shrunk to just under 50%. There is ever stronger competition from Europe and even more so from the United States. For all their professed pivot to Asia, the current Russian elites or oligarchs remain Eurocentric to the core, and have little time for India. Russia's government-owned corporations and private business actors find it much easier and more profitable to do business with China than with India. Russian media outlets have little presence in India and do a mediocre job of explaining Indian politics and policies to their audiences. The Russian public has very limited knowledge and understanding of what is going on in India. Tourism and cultural contacts have been picking up in recent years, but the pandemic has severely limited them. An effort to revive the practice of inviting Indian students to study at Russian universities, after an initially promising start, has also suffered from COVID-related restrictions and price competition with other East European countries, Australia and Canada. Ironically, India's elites are also Western-centric, but unlike Russia's, they are also Western-leaning, and particularly focused on the United States. Their ambition is to become part of the global elite. To them, Russia is not a priority, and interest in it is scant. The Indian media has virtually no correspondence based in Russia. To cover Russia-related issues, Indian media editors usually rely on Western mostly American and British reporting and analysis, which is highly critical of Russian policies. Tellingly, India's vibrant technology sector has very few contacts with Russia and Russians. All these problems are too big to be resolved just now and just like that. However, they must not be ignored if the Indo-Russian strategic partnership is to live up to its name in the decade ahead. The Russians need to step back and decide what it is they want from the Indian connection, what the opportunities for and obstacles to this desired state of relations are, and what must be done in order to achieve their objectives. From this perspective, three actions are of central importance for Russia as it proceeds along this path, to rethink, to adjust, and to upgrade. Rethink means, above all, seeing India for what it is and where it is headed. Far too many in Russian elite circles still regard India as the third world country that it was during the heyday of Soviet-Indian friendship in the 1960s-1980s. Those people have clearly missed India's stunning economic and technological success of the past three decades. As a result, Russia should not expect its large neighbor in Eurasia to act as a non-aligned inward-looking nation, keeping a low profile in international relations and behaving like a middle power. Instead, Russians should acknowledge India's new status and self-image as a great power, its focus on rapid economic development, and its ambition to become a global economic powerhouse and a leader in modern technologies. They need to understand the fundamental reasons behind India's growing closeness with the United States, and its increasing hostility with China. Thus, a rethink requires a much closer study of modern India, and a deeper understanding of that vast and highly complex nation, which is rising to the level of a world power. This can be achieved by supporting Indian and South Asian studies in Russia, expanding media coverage of Indian political, economic, and diplomatic developments, and promoting scientific, educational, and cultural ties, as well as tourism and other people-to-people connections. Adjust means factoring in all these realities in developing Russia's own strategy toward India, something that does not currently exist. 
It is clear that cultivating and developing the strategic partnership should remain the overall objective of this yet-to-be-devised strategy. However, the partnership should be structured and styled as one of equals, with Moscow dropping all residual vestiges of its previously sometimes patronizing attitudes to its Indian counterparts. On the conceptual level, Russia needs to take a second look at New Delhi's Indo-Pacific strategy. An in-depth strategic dialogue with New Delhi on that subject could dispel Moscow's presently negative and suspicious attitude to the strategy. The Russians need to accept that India's think tank ideas have different sources and objectives than Washington's similarly titled strategy. Essentially, India's new strategy is a logical continuation of its look east policy. By the same token, Moscow could increase mutual trust with New Delhi by working through and patiently dispelling Indian concerns regarding Russia's strategic ties with China and situational cooperation with Pakistan. Author, Group Captain R.K. Das